This week, our sponsor is OTT Boutique. Love OTT, owned by the fabulous Simone, a beautiful boutique on Oliver Plunkett Road, Letterkenny. And online on OTTBoutiqueLK.com. Simone has an unreal selection of clothes. Think pretty brunch and party outfits. Everything from cute dresses to unique tops. I got kitted out in OTT. Really nice mixture of classic pieces too. I love my beige jumper dress and my silky black top. Ooh. I got a stunning black velvet dress that was never off me in the winter. And cool electric blue shorts. Simone knows her stuff and nearly helps to style you when you're in. I like that there's small enough selection too. You know you won't be going around wearing the same as everyone else. Absolutely. She goes on buying trips and finds quirky brands and class accessories. Uh, Simone also stocks Sister Jane, which I adore. Plus, it's good to shop local and support a young business owner. A sound one at that. Yep. And OTT accept Shop LK vouchers. All about that shop local vibe. You can find OTT on Facebook and Instagram at OTT.Boutique. Hello and welcome to episode 44. Good evening. No other crack pod. (laughs) (laughs) Snap! (laughs) <laughs> Jinx. Um, <laughs> These people sna- slap each other when they're doing that, no? Oh, yeah, whenever they're jinx or... Dead arm. Oh, dead arm. Oh, dead, dead arm. arm. Jeez, yeah. Can't reach you here, but... Mm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I have very sensitive arms. Do you? Yeah. Bruise like a peach? No, that's darn. Darn bruises so... <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible that I'm like, darn bruises <laughs> so easily. <laughs> Um, but he does Don't oh. you darn Is that a deficiency in anything Trish A <laughs> deficiency in <laughs> Hardiness <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> You bruise like a little banana um, yeah. Fact checks Oh you've got fact checks Oh sorry Fact <laughs> checks yeah. Fact checks Remember you mentioned the Pixar movies Mm, oh, and you I did further research. I looked up. This is apparently a common thing. So you mentioned in the Pixar movie Inside Out that they switched out broccoli mm-hmm. for green peppers, yeah. or vice versa, was it? So yeah, they do this in a lot of movies. So in Monsters University, which was a prequel to Monsters Inc. in two thousand and thirteen, there's a scene with cupcakes. One of the monsters makes cupcakes, mm-hmm. and it says, "Be my pal." Spelled out in the cupcakes mm-hmm. for the American one. But then they done smiley faces on the cupcakes for obviously different countries that don't speak, that English oh, is yes. in the main language. Mm. So, and then in Toy Story 2, Buzz Lightyear does this speech. And when it was shown in America, it was the American flag that was waving in the background while he was doing the speech. Yeah. And I think the American national anthem. But then in other countries, it was like a spinning globe oh, with a certain song playing. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then what else had I seen? Oh, yeah. Iron Man 3. There's a Chinese version and they have a load of extra scenes in it. Mm. So it's a common thing. Mm. They don't just release a movie and send it across the globe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I thought the broccoli and green peppers was very interesting. Yeah, it was. 
Oh, we should notice the Toy Story stuff because Clara is currently watching Toy Story 1, 2, 3 and 4 on a loop every single day at the minute. Oh, <laughs> they're such good movies. Oh, they are. I don't even mind. It's a nice break from Lilo and Stitch, which I do love, but... I've never seen Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh, you would love it. I've worn the Penny's pajamas, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> oh, you would love it. It's actually so funny. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's brilliant. Like, we laugh out loud at moments of it. And they're making a, oh. a, what do you call it? Like, a real life, there's a different word on this. Live action. A live action, Lilo and Stitch. So I think it's coming out this year. How does that work? What is Lilo? Um, well, Lilo's a little girl who lives in Hawaii. Oh, right. And then Stitch is an alien who comes down to Earth, but he's in hiding. So he kind of ha- morphs into like this half alien, half oh, dog thing. okay. Yeah. So he's actually voiced by the director of the movie, which is a bit mad. He doesn't say much, like he kind of makes noise. I'm not even going to attempt <laughs> to do an impression of Stitch. Go on, minute, go no, on. I no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I can't wait for the live action. It's such a funny movie. So, yeah. Live action would probably be a bit strange, would it? Hmm? Yeah. So, it'd be good. Like, I'd say the stitch would have to be CGA or something. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they can't get a real alien. A real alien dog. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Scout Scout is a good stitch candidate sometimes. Oh, really? Mm. (laughs) Did you watch much this week? Um, no, we did start one new show. Okay. So it's called... You're mad for shows lately, I was thinking this. Yeah, um... I can't remember the last time you watched a film. No, I know we haven't watched a good film in a while. But we are watching a show at the moment now, we're very early days with it, but it's called Barry. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's Bill Hader, you know him, the comedian from SNL and stuff, who you had sent me a link as uh, rumoured to be dating Ali Wong from Beef at the moment. I thought they were an unlikely couple. Mm, Both hilarious. But uh, so Bill Hader is in this show called Barry and it's gotten 98% in Rotten Tomatoes and it's like really well reviewed. So Darren had been keen to watch it for ages, but we couldn't find it anywhere. It's a HBO show. They're um, always good. Yeah. So we're like, I bet you this will be good. And I think, is it on now TV now, Darren? It's on Sky. Oh, it's, yeah, it's on Sky. So we noticed that it was available anyway. And we put it on and immediately I was like, yes, this is my kind of show. So it's um, it's about this hitman. So he's like a hired hitman. He's been doing it for years um, along with his uncle, Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. And he is basically put out in a hit in L.A., so it's this like trainee actor who is his mark, who he has to take a hit out on. But then he starts becoming fascinated with the guy's life. So the guy's going to like an improv acting class. And then this guy, the hitman kind of follows him in and then gets roped into doing an improv scene with him. And he really okay. gets like bitten by the bug. And the acting teacher is like really compelling. He's, um, what do you call your man? The fawns. Uh, Hen- oh yeah, Winkleman, Winkler, Winkler Hen- Henry Winkler. Is that him? I always just think of him as uh, Doctor Saperstein, you know, from Parks and Rec. Oh he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, John Ralphio's dad. But he's the acting coach in it, and oh, no, it's very good. Like very kind of dark and funny. I think it's going to be brilliant because sadly, Ted Lasso 
is not good this season. And I thought it was just me. And then I keep seeing these articles about how everyone's like, oh my God, they've ruined Ted Lasso. And I'm kind of like... They've ruined it? Yeah. I I wouldn't have thought there'd be much ruining on. See, the first two seasons were so flawless. They were so good. Mm -hmm. And then this third season, like, I'm not... That's it. I'm not watching it. No, you kind of have to now (laughs) watch the first two. But I'm like, um, not look, I don't... I think I have like about three to watch. It's just gone real cheesy. You know when a show nearly becomes too self-aware? Yeah. And it nearly feels like the showrunners read all the reviews and then like ramped up the cheesiness and the sentimental stuff. And it's just so boring like. Oh. Um, yeah. And Yellow Jackets is also absolute dumb and I'm I out. I was just going to say. Out, like. I did. Like I watched a couple of episodes and I was like, the more I heard about it, I was like, no, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. I refuse to waste my time. Yeah, so that's like shows that I was kind of looking forward to continuing that have just gone to the dogs. Wah. So we, so yeah, Darren had found Barry and we we're watching that one. Um, and we're just kind of re-watching the US office as well as kind of like our wind down <laughs> comfort oh, yeah. nighttime show. Hard to beat, hard to beat. Yeah, so that's about the height of my TV guide. So I had watched, have you heard of the film Nobody? Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? We didn't watch it all, Darren, did we? We watched like an hour of it. Is that the? Oh, I fell asleep. The well, Bob, I wouldn't yeah, blame you. The Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I had high Bob hopes. Bob Odenkirk. It great. Kirk is in it, and like, but it came out in twenty twenty one. But I thought it had just came out because it started recently trending on Netflix. Yeah, eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. But the opening scene, like, he's this really bad guy badass smoking taking a little cat out from his jacket feeding it a tin of tuna and I'm like oh yeah mm-hmm. this looks really good and then that just kind of he just doesn't suit like the bad bad guy no it didn't work it didn't work no it didn't work for me anyway but I know like I suppose you know when you watch Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad and that you just kind of have him in your head yeah in that role you do. He's always Saul Goodman. Like yeah. he's kind of embedded as Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he had actually said, Bob Odenkirk, that he loved that role of nobody because he himself had been burgled a couple of times in his real Jeez. life. And like he was pretty traumatized by the experiences and he put all that into his performance. And I was thinking, oh, I can't wait to watch this now. And like you, I just thought, God, yeah. it was quite rubbish. Like, no, I'm sure there's plenty of people like, listening that have watched it. So it's about, he plays this guy, Hutch Mansell, fails to defend himself and his family when two thieves break into a suburban home one night. And then the aftermath of the incident soon strikes a match to his long simmering rage. And he just kind of goes off the wall after that. Um, But I just didn't, I didn't think it was hectic like. No. That's kind of like a bad in, version. And he was yeah, so we were Donegal? saying this. he was like more down south, Donegal. But was he like, not in Glenvey? Oh, was he as well? He Jesus. was making his way up this way, maybe. Maybe he was. I thought there been. was a picture of him he was in Glenvey anyway. Okay. Oh yeah, maybe he was. Because we were saying, you know the way, obviously dad works in the Harbour Barn Downings and like if Helena he... Bonham Carter and Pierce Brosnan and all were there and all dad had to say like he got a photo with Helena Bonham Carter and he's like oh she was a wild nice sweet woman I like he wasn't in any way enamored by the fact that she's in a fight club and uh, I he I was like dad would actually die if Bob Odenkirk walked into the harbour because he loves Better Call Saul 
so much. Sorry, I'm just looking at this photo. Maybe that was Donegal Castle. Yeah, I think he was down Not south Glen Donegal. Bay. Got confused in my castles there. But he's an avid hiker. Yeah. Apparently. He calls Ireland his spiritual home. Oh, that's such an American thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I say it too, though, because like Aaron Moore is my spiritual home. Did, I thought you were say, did you just say you call <laughs> Ireland your spiritual home? Ireland, As opposed to my actual home? Ireland. No, Ar- <laughs> Aaron Moore. <laughs> Aaron Moore. Aaron Moore Island. Not Tory? Tori's not my spiritual <laughs> home, no. It's not. It's lovely as well, but... Aaron Moore, yeah, I'm hoping I, I'm to not visit. I'm not a on Tori. Tori was very chaotic. I would say that was the trip. drink. That was the drink that made it chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been By peaceful God, if you went was. out drinking tea and doing a few paintings or something, but like... Yeah, no, Aaron Moore was more my vibe. It was a lot calmer. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously the voyage out there was a lot calmer. Yeah. The voyage out to Tory, as we well, no, mentioned we actually, in early episodes. I think we need a bit, we've a bit of PTSD from that journey. But anyway, we'll not <laughs> Sorry, start talking about it. If you want to hear all about that journey, what's the episode name? Boat to Tory. Yeah, listen to like episode four of the Boat to Tory. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I watch? I watched what I'd mentioned last week had just came on Netflix. Net- Netflix. <laughs> Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Oh yeah, did you start it? I did, and I finished it, and I absolutely loved it. Mm. Possibly more so than the Bridgerton series itself. Oh no way! Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Um, there's six episodes in it, but I thought it was just very, very good. Six episodes total. Yep. Oh okay. Yeah. So the the two girls that play, so you know, Lady Daneberry. Mm-hmm. Lady Danbury. Yeah. And then the Queen. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of shown the two of them when they were younger and how they mm. came onto the scene. Like, and the girls that played their younger selves are absolutely amazing. Oh, I can't wait to Amazing. Watch it. Like, the way they're able to, like, mimic their, like, the whole body what's language. That thing and better calls also the cut of their jib. Like, yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then mm-hmm. it's the story of King George. That You know the way you've seen... Well, okay, maybe spoiler alert, so maybe don't listen if you haven't watched it. But you know the way you've seen King George in Bridget and he's kind of yes. like... He looks like he's dementia or whatever. Yeah. But this actually was an issue that was from when he was very, very young. So it's like he was query, manic, depressive or bipolar. They don't really what say exactly is. what it was, but oh. he was kind of basically out howling at the sky like... Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward really to watching Really good. Really, really good. Mm. Six episodes. And I said, like, I, I actually did nearly enjoy it more. And it kind of flashes forward and back then between, like, present day, well, not present day, but present, present day, day Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah. And early on. So I thought it was brilliant. Oh, Highly good. recommend. Thoroughly enjoyed to, it. Um, Shonda Rhimes the creator on the armchair expert podcast last week oh. it was a very good listen um yeah she's like a fascinating person like i didn't realize she you probably had said that she's how to get away with murder and how to get away with murder Grey's and, anatomy yeah. and all them like she's some repertoire but she said she really enjoyed making queen charlotte as well and she actually liked the fact that it was a lot less raunchy and gratuitous than bridgerton's there's plenty of raunchy moments in it now. Oh, is there? There, there is. Oh well, 
good enough. <laughs> There's a few raunchy ones, but now it's not as, yeah, kind of focused on that. I found, yeah, the Bridgerton series itself, like it's every turnabout that are away. But she had an interesting point to make, actually. Mm-hmm. She was saying that in her shows, you'll notice that it's more about like the male nudity than the female in like those scenes. Like not that I would have really yeah. noticed. But she said like traditionally on like network TV, it was always done from the male gaze. So it was always about like, you know, female full frontal nudity and like raunchy scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Where she wanted to flip it. So Bridgerton is all about like it's done from like the female gaze. Yeah. So she says it's actually more about like the female experience when you're watching those scenes rather than opposite the way it used to be. Okay. And she because she'd heard that in Beef, the show that we had watched, myself and Darren, the Ali Wong show, there's a couple of scenes, not many, but it's the same thing that she had done it from the female gaze as well okay. so it was like, like a lot more about the, the male nudity. men's bottoms yes than the women's as it yeah. usually would have been very good mm. no yeah i found it very good now i have to say i would highly recommend mm. so the other thing then i didn't watch it but i seen a film that's just coming out i don't know is it out at the minute have you were you listening to it's always sunny podcast not this past couple of weeks. So, no. Glenn Harrison, who's in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. There's a film coming out, Blackberry. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that on their Instagram. But Yeah, looks so good. Looks so, it's the story of the Blackberry phone. All right. And it's a Canadian comedy drama. But oh, it looks that'll be good. Very good. Mm. Very good. So, I'm putting that on my watch list. Oh, and what's that going to be on, do you know? I don't know what it's actually going to be on because mm, it's I probably think in the it's cinema just for a limited release or something. Yeah, but it looks very good. And Glenn Harrison's bald in it. Oh. He's wearing like a bald cap. I don't think I've seen him in anything other than It's Always Sunny. He was in Fortitude. I haven't seen that. That's quite a good show. Yeah, Blackberry, it's uh, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's And it was great. released on the 12th of May in Canada. So I don't know what it'll be on here, but I would definitely keep an eye out for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's about the history of the Blackberry line of mobile phones. Remember they were like the coolest looking thing ever. Did you have a Blackberry? No, I didn't. I wanted one desperately. Like they had a no. full on button for each letter. Mm. What the heck? Like... I know. They were so cute. They'll probably make like a comeback. I wonder, can you buy one now? Darren, you're looking at me. They're probably bull, like... Blackberries? No, they'll not make a comeback. Are they going forever? Speaking of... Uh, but these things will all come back. I don't mean tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Darren's oh. shaking his head furiously. You can buy a Blackberry see, on Amazon for... A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get one now. You can buy Just a Blackberry on Amazon for €165. Euro. Yeah, I might get one. Well, I, you know what I might get? You know those, <laughs> hello, moto. <laughs> you know the... <gasps> oh, I loved my flip the phone. The Motorola flip phone. Flip, mm. flip, flip phone. Yeah. That's such an interesting movie concept. Isn't it? Yeah. God, they're a horrible looking phone. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> while I'm looking that up, do you know what I was looking up last night? Hmm. So I was working last night and the socks... I wore to work with my little socks mm-hmm. and I just find them great. They're great quality. <laughs> and 
you can't get the little socks obviously in little anymore. And I was looking, they're fecking on eBay. People no. are selling the eBay socks. Oh my god, Darren, I shouldn't have opened your packet on you. You, you could Trish gifted us with little socks and yeah. I, I ripped Darren's open one day. He was saving them. Saving them for a special occasion. Yeah. But they're so comfy, as you they're say. Very, and like they're on Amazon as well. Um, someone was selling them and like all the comments were like extremely good quality. Mm. Novelty, but surprised at the quality was some of the statements. Yeah. They were, they 100%. Were fantastic. My brother Dom was <laughs> strumming our garden and um, a pair of ours was on the, at the clothesline <laughs> and he sent us a picture into our family group chat being like, what the beep? <laughs> and he he immediately assumed there were Darns and he was like, Darn car, what is the crack here with these socks? <laughs> There's no other crack. Yeah. <laughs> He was judging us on the l- little socks. Well, technically he was judging me because yeah. I gifted you them. <laughs> I know, I know. I love them. Well, maybe he should walk a mile in those socks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, actually, the same boy. He's a bit of a sock thief. But anyway, that's another Well, I'm story. telling you, he'd want to take these. They're they're extremely good quality. <laughs> well, they're so soft. I've actually, I haven't worn socks so soft. I know. That's a shame that they're being flogged for quite an expensive price now. But look at it. It's the exclusivity of them. Because mm-hmm. you can't just buy them in the middle aisle anymore. Yeah. So count yourself one of the lucky ones. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd come up. I w- kind of wish that I got the, you know, the Teddy Fleece mm. tracksuit. Mm-hmm. No, but anyway. Look, it's gone now. Might come yeah. back again. Yeah. So, World Wide Web. World Wide Web, yes. WWW. So, um, I've seen these viral stories about fruit roll-ups. Remember fruit roll-ups? Oh, my God, yeah. And, like, you still get them and everything. But Do you? Wind-ups, were they not called? Oh, yeah, maybe they're called they're called roll-ups now, <clears throat> maybe in the U.S., but the, that's what it is, the fruit winders. You know, but it was nearly like bacon paper, and it was like a flattened out... Yeah. Yeah. So God, I, I reading, loved them. Yeah, they winders, were they were called. Winders, yeah, fruit winders. Not wind-ups. <laughs> so, if it's the same thing, I was just reading this article, so basically... Israel keeps catching Americans trying to smuggle in the hot new contraband... To Israel, so Americans coming into Israel for roll-ups. Officials say they intercepted six hundred and sixty-one pounds of them <laughs> in a single week. After What's the street value? In, after travelers <laughs> tried to sneak in commercial size quantities. So what's got people treating the lunchbox staple like exotic animal pelts? <laughs> a TikTok trend that suggests wrapping the snacks around ice cream. So the original video of this has 14 million views on TikTok. Oh my God. So it's just basically somebody wrapping the the winders around an ice cream. Um, so now they've become so popular in Israel that people are wait, willing to pay $6 each for one tiny little roll-up. So it's become lucrative contraband, which reminded me earlier this week, also World Wide Web related, I was in Dunn Stores in Letterkenny early, like at about half eight. When it opened, and I would be a lot of the time, and it's always dead quiet. And then <laughs> on Thursday, I think it was, it was waged. And I was like, what's going on in here today? Like, And I could hear some one of the staff going, no, 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 it's strictly four per person, because that's not fair. It's oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, and I didn't know anything about this. I went back over to the office, and then one of my co-workers was saying she only managed to get one 
for her son mm-hmm. this prime mm-hmm. drink so it's like the youtuber logan paul it's his drink and it's this like energy drink called prime mm-hmm. and duns were selling them for like a normal price of three euro per bottle yes but they're going for like a ten or a pop like basically they're hard to get and whenever people are importing them in from like the states or even the uk they're selling them for like 10 15 euro and younger people are buying them like no they were up problem. on 20 pound mm. in the uk in some places like it's just nuts and how did logan paul do it marie how did he do it yeah i suppose like he's just leveraging his massive i don't even know what his following is but it's astronomical so they would buy anything from him but i still don't get it Apparent, like, I think he's hyped up that it gives you the. There's no caffeine in them, allegedly, but there's no. some well, now, that gives you the. Well, now, what I heard in the grapevine, quote unquote, what I heard in the grapevine at work, mm-hmm. because we had been on about it, apparently the cans are in Antinelli's, mm-hmm. but that they have caffeine in them. Mm-hmm. The cans of Prime. The cans, but the bottles don't. Right. And. A few of the girls at work were saying that their kids had got a hold of them. And apparently it doesn't taste that hectic. No, again, going back to my brother Dom, was he bought one at the Balmoral show yesterday <laughs> for £10 sterling. And he said, like, he goes, oh, you get a great buzz of energy. After. He could have got he three said, pairs of little socks for that price. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, he said it didn't taste great. It's meant to not taste great. They're no. pumped full of coconut water, which is disgusting. Coconut if anyone's water. ever drank coconut water, it's I vile. like coconut water. Yeah. Well, oh, I kind of put it in smoothies a lot, but on its own, I find it's tight going. Coconut. But I, what? I'm Did you ever buy a coconut? No, I bought one in Lidl before, and then I took it home and I was like, "What am I going to do with this?" And I tried to open it, and I had a hammer out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> never had one no yeah. i love coconut but yeah just going back to the winders i had to look up there i was like who made the winders because i can see the package round tree kellogg's. Kellogg's. kellogg's yeah i knew it was something funny mm-hmm. i can still taste them the strawberry like they were lovely but i didn't realize they were still on the go yeah so like basically they're like the same as prime they're becoming this like elusive contraband being smuggled in places and sold on at a higher rate because of like tiktok popularity so i guess the prime isn't the same but it's youtube popularity isn't it funny like Mm. so my other small bit of world wide web was just i was reading an article it's too long to get into but it is about elf cosmetics so i was reading all these stats have you ever used any elf stuff Uh, i have an elf lip gloss Mm. So they basically increased their sales by 100 million last year from focusing on a Gen Z audience by leveraging TikTok. So they just put their whole marketing strategy for that age group and using TikTok as basically their core channel and creating content about dupes so that they're dupes as however people want to say it. Christina Ricci. Mm. Christina Ricci. <laughs> so, dupe yeah, or dupe? Founded in 2004, ELF, which I did not realize is an acronym for eyes, lips, and face. Didn't oh, even cop that on. I thought it was geared towards fairy like creatures. <laughs> <laughs> was created to offer high quality cosmetics at a low cost. At the time of its launch, most products cost between one to three dollars. So, this was like about four euros. So, it's that real budget kind mm-hmm. of um, cosmetics. 
And then the popularity and sales started to dwindle in the past five years because there are so many competitors in the market space now. So, yeah, they just did this. I was reading, it's basically on like a marketing website called HubSpot. They did this massive breakdown of it. And they figured they decided to shift their entire marketing strategy to focus on TikTok. Um, so Gen Z leveraging short form video and user generated content. Um, and just basically yeah, made a hundred million in extra sales last year alone. Um, so focusing mainly on dupes. So apparently their Halo Gold liquid filter is meant to be an exact copy of Charlotte Tilbury's Flawless Filter. So a lot of people go wild for that. Mm. Um, and then they have a product called Hydrating Camo Concealer. And people say that this is like the best concealer they've ever used and they compare it to the oh, Tarte. I need a new con- concealer. Shape, What's it called? So it is called Hydrating Camo Concealer. Okay. I hope you get it. Can get it in Ireland now because it says here it it's only seven dollars. So I'm guessing you used to, to get Elf in boots, didn't you not? Yeah, I thought so too. So they hope to capture budget conscious customers who are looking for affordable alternatives to high end products, and their engagement on TikTok is like unparalleled. Um, yeah, but the article itself is just it's quite fascinating. Um, and I just thought I wouldn't think much about Elf. But lately, I've been seeing it an awful lot on TikTok, which makes sense. So I know I'm not really their target demographic as such. But it just goes to show you that focusing in on one target market mm-hmm. is probably quite a clever thing to do for them. If they're like if, if you know, yeah, if Elf had a Facebook page. Yeah. What would that achieve? <laughs> Exactly, like, and even Instagram's probably not even yeah. worthwhile for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we so. need to set up a TikTok page? <laughs> I'd say we do, you know. Oh, Marie. We do, yeah. But Gen Z aren't our target audience, no, possibly. They're not. Any Gen Zers listening? <laughs> How did you find us, if you are listening? <laughs> what if you, you wouldn't mind filling in this form. <laughs> <laughs> and running our TikTok account for us. I know that's the handle of it. Like so. I don't be on TikTok that much now because I'm kind of scared at how much it sucks you in, and you're just like swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah, they really figured out that way to keep you engaged with the content. They did. Um, um, but yeah, that's all my World Wide Web anyway. So my World Wide Web is quite vague and broad. So I've been seeing so much now of AI, like image technology. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, have you seen, you know that Wes Anderson um, trend that was on TikTok? Mm-hmm. People were doing videos and it was like, loved it. So they were making it look like a Wes Anderson film. So like... They would use the font and the, the music Grand Budapest and the Hotel and symmetry type thing. Yeah. And it was very interesting and I thought. Mm-hmm. But... There's AIs now, they've done like little video snippets like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter in that thing. Have you seen any of these videos? Yes, so there's a load of them like. um, But I came across a website, so it's called, I don't know how you pronounce it now, Crayon is Mm -hmm. what I would say. So it's C-R-A-I-Y-O-N. So Mm -hmm. it's an image generator, okay? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I was kind of playing around with it. The things I was putting in was bonkers. But um, you can describe anything and it will 
create a piece of art mm. Mm-hmm. with that. Have you seen these? Yeah, because Canva actually does it now too, which is mad. Do they? Yeah. Do they do like the magic? Mm-hmm. Is that the magic thing yeah. you're on about? Yeah. But this is, I don't know what I put in the last day and it was like um, Kim Kardashian in Father Ted. <laughs> oh my God. And there was someone that brought up really like abstract um, pictures and then I put up another one, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian smoking or like <laughs> real, like real random shit like. Oh, you should have done Kim Kardashian covered in tattoos. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Kim Ka- oh, that's a good one. Covered in tattoos. Okay, I'll do it now. That's um, subject to our quiz last week where Kim had famously said she has no tattoos. What was the quote? But would you, you oh, yeah. Put a you wouldn't put a bumper sticker, sticker on, on a Bentley. Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So it's drawing, so we have to give it a minute. Give okay. the man some time. Or the woman. Or mm. or whatever it wants to be called. But <laughs> I just thought, it's funny, like, so you can get that yeah. generated. You can print it out, slap it in a canvas. Did you see the ones of the royal family? The AI images of them at the after party of the coronation. No. Oh, they were so... Remember Darren, I showed you them. They were hilarious. But it's scary. They were really accurate. Like, it was crazy. It was like Kate Middleton DJing and like Prince Charles out boogieing with a Hawaiian shirt on. And it was just... They're so funny. (laughs) Like, I don't know. The AI, it's just... It's a little bit mental. Oh, have we got it? Oh, now it's coming up. Oh, here we go. There's Kim Kardashian with a, a facial tattoo. Oh. There you are now. Does that, Let's say. Does that satisfy your curiosity? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I don't even know if that's there. But anyway, if mm-hmm. you click on this, you can put in anything. And the more descriptive you are, the better they'll be able to generate mm-hmm. a picture. It is mad, isn't it? I have great <clears> fun on <throat> it. But <clears throat> it's it's just... Quite funny. The other thing then that I was going to mention. Oh, this is Kardashian related as well. Mm. You've got, you've, you've brainwashed me. You've brainwashed me. Um, I was watching, I'd mentioned before that I watched the Open Door episodes on Architectural Digest. Yeah. So in an old episode, it was Kendall Jenner's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm linking in now because it was a TikTok video that I'd seen about her house so inside the door, she has this piece of art mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, it's James Terrell that does it. But literally it just looks like this big circle that glows and lights up. And I'd seen a TikTok video on it. So this James Terrell, he does like all these light exhibitions mm-hmm. and art pieces. They're like colossal money, hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. for basically a light. And I'm making it sound very basic there. They're lovely. They're beautiful. But Kylie also has this James Trail light piece. Mm-hmm. Chloe has like these prints of the light pieces on the wall. But it was like the origin on how they got to know him. But uh, what do you call him? What do you call the bucket that's separating her from Kim? Kim. Kanye mm-hmm. was apparently good friends with him and had, had donated like millions towards his art projects. To get him off the ground or just Not really to get him off the ground. Like he's in, I'd say he's probably in his 60s. I don't know mm. what age he is. But so um, Kanye was just sort of a patron of his art. Yes. But I just thought it was mad. No bother to ye. <laughs> ye. How's he doing now anyway? <laughs> I haven't heard much from him lately. I suppose he was partially cancelled. Apparently Adidas are stuck with loads of Yeezys. 
Oh, really? And they're not even able to sell them at the moment, I think, because it's all real contentious. So a lot of people are, like, just waiting for the Yeezys to go on sale. Oh, God. I'm just looking here. James Trill, yeah, he's 80 years of age. So he's, like, won loads of awards and he got... There he is getting a medal off Barack Obama, but isn't it oh, funny, like... Yeah. Um. So if you watch the Open Door episode of Kendall Jenner's house, mm-hmm. which is beautiful and I would highly recommend... Mm. Um. That's one of the art pieces she's up. They all have random art pieces up. Yeah. It's funny to see what their taste is. It is. It's interesting, like. Um, and then the other thing I was going to mention was we're on about nibbles and entertaining and whatnot earlier. So Saturday evening, we had a few drinks in the house. I put out a wee board of accoutrements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... My auntie Kathleen was saying about, have you seen these grazing tables? Yeah, I've seen these on TikTok like, and Instagram. I'm mad to do a grazing table. Oh yeah, you should. Because we, <laughs> we have an island in the new house and we we're like, God, I'll just cover the whole thing in tinfoil mm-hmm. and just throw salami over the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah some look of them look unreal. amazing. I know. They look very nice. They're and nearly that, like an art form as well. They are. Uh, that's what I was saying. I was like, I'll even carve a watermelon tree. Yeah. <laughs> and you just throw like random punnets of grapes in the <laughs> middle of it and stuff. But they look, yeah, they just look so delicious and all mm. the cheese. All the cheese. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was all my World Wide Web, mm. really. That was some good webbing. Um, <laughs> I'm not Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, recommendations. Um... Or my one's just so recent, so I'm just going to re-recommend something that was so popular during lockdown, which is Murder Hole Beach oh, in Downing, yeah. surrounded Atlantic Drive, because myself and Darren and Clara went there early it's this morning. It's a secret. Well, it was, like, <laughs> but then during lockdown, everyone yeah. was going there, and there was no official way to get to it, which was probably part of the charm. So people used to just trespass across somebody's field to get to this. It's a stunning beach in, like... Donegal, like around Atlantic Drive and Downing, and Todge Bulls and Cows and stuff. Um, and it became very popular because it is striking, like it is mm-hmm. a stunning, stunning beach. Um, and then the landowners made an actual car park. So you do pay five euro now to park, uh, but it's like um it's like a real hike. Uh you so say the previous unofficial path was flat. Mm-hmm. And now this one, you park and there's a path leading to the beach, but it's like very hilly. So we did it early this morning and now I suppose it's very, very much worth it. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to be at yourself. Um, And then we brought Clara and Darren had to put Clara on his shoulders for like a, the majority of it. Because like obviously you couldn't bring a buggy. And if you're if you had a wee one. Is it like the, rough terrain? Yeah, it's like rough gravel okay. and like very, very steep hills. Um, so yeah, it was quite the adventure, but no, it was like that we were down so early that there was only one other person on it and it it looks like something out of a movie. It's just incredible. Oh, I might go there. Yeah, it's something, out the- something out of the Goonies. It's just so cool. <laughs> Have you ever seen the Goonies? Years ago, yeah. Oh, Darren's obsessed. Really? It, was, it is actually like, like something out of the Goonies. There's so many people obsessed with the Goonies. Mm, I do love it as well. I need to rewatch it. Mm. But um, back Ooh, to Murder Hole Beach. Yeah, the last time I was at it was when you had to climb the gate and dodge the bull and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But 
Why is it called Murderhole Beach? Well, nobody knows for sure, but there's a lot of different theories. And like, mum yeah. is from near there, so she said that it's something to do with it was like a landlord back in the days of you know landlords, ruthless landlords and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, had murdered a young woman, as maybe his young wife or a young woman like that pushed was, off the yeah. yeah. That's like a That's like the local story yeah for that's it. what so i had loads heard of folklore about why it's called that interesting because mm. it yeah it is stunning like you can kind of go up you can still kind of go up on the pieces of rock like rock rock or, yeah 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 you can like if it's very dangerous now like the, the waters there the currents are very close to the mm-hmm. shore and there's a lot of like riptides and things that you just it's like never ever go near the actual water yeah um and there's another lovely beach near there if you felt like you wanted to see that part of the world but you didn't think you'd be fit enough for that path Tranarossan isn't mm-hmm. far away and in fairness it is a stunning beach as well and the car park's very close to the beach um, so it's that wee bit more accessible murder holes like entirely inaccessible for anybody who you know there's no obviously there's no wheelchair access and if you just weren't fully able-bodied you would not be able for it like it's just it's it's a hike <laughs> And like, how long are you walking till you get out to it now? Like, about twenty minutes. Anyway. Well, you're walking twenty minutes. I mean, you pro- we probably did it a wee bit quicker, but I'd say like you'd want to give yourself twenty minutes. Fifteen if you didn't have a toddler. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen if you didn't have a little person on your back. Yeah, for turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, no, I just thought this morning no, it was remarkable. It's well worth the. The hike. The hike, yeah, I must um, go down to it now soon. And then one wee quick recommendation is um I lost my phone recently <laughs> and I used this thing. I didn't have any of these, you know, everyone has these like, oh find my iPhone and all that stuff. I had none of that and I didn't even have my location switched. That's because you don't have an iPhone. Yeah, well I don't <laughs> I don't have the Android equivalent either. I don't I didn't think. But anyway, there's this thing called Google Find My Device. And you basically just type that into Google and sign into your Gmail if you have one. And even if you don't have your location settings on, as long as your phone is still like the battery isn't dead, it will locate it and it shows you exactly on the map where your phone is. But it also emits a ring. So it'll make your phone ring for five minutes until someone picks it up. And then you can put a message on it to say like your name or whatever. And you can give somebody else's phone number. So it'll just keep ring doing this until you then pick it up as such but when you pick it up you ring the number so say like uh, i put it on my marie yeah. shields phone and then i put darren's number and then luckily it was in a, a place like a business that i do a bit of work with that's where it was found and then they called darren i just thought it was so futuristic and handy it is so yeah. that's through your gmail and it's just called google find my device yeah, so Jeez. it's a handy one. It is handy to know. Um, touch wood now, I haven't lost my phone in ages. Mm-hmm. So I hope I don't jinx myself yeah, now. Hopefully you won't. But if I do, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my me- recommendations is, I recommended before, you know, the Califia vanilla oat milk for coffees. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with it now. It's the only, it's the only milk I will take in my coffee. But I got the, have you seen the cold brews of it? No, I got I've seen them in Tesco and then I seen them in I was coming off night duty 
in the mountaintop. So they like come in a, they're obviously pre-mixed coffee, cold brew. Like I love iced coffees. Oh, do you? Darren does as well. I wouldn't I be a fan. I absolutely love iced coffees. And the first time, I was actually thinking the first time I ever tasted an iced coffee, I'd say it was about like 17, 18. But you know Kenko, Kenko Americano? Mm-hmm. The tins of the, when they first started, do they used to do tins of like iced coffees. Mm-hmm. But they'd give a free one with your coffee. All right. With your tin of coffee. But, um... I was in Paris and they had these cans everywhere over there and I became completely hooked in them. Mm. Absolutely loved them. But this stuff now, the cold brew, I loved it. Mm. I got it, got up from night duty, my night, night duty snooze, poured it in with a load of ice, but it's caramel and oat milk. Oh, that sounds nice. And it was like sweet, coffee, cold, refreshing it was just lovely. Mm. So yeah, I would recommend the Califia cold brews. Now, they're kind of, they're about four euro or four twenty or something, mm-hmm. which seems dear when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, that's, but then if you were to like buy a little, you know, the little Starbucks Frappuccino bottles you get. Yeah, they're dear. Sure, they're dear like, mm. and this is a full big bottle. Yeah, it's not too um, bad. So yeah, I would recommend them. Lovely with ice. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I was going to recommend, I was saying to you, I'd gone like in a whole haul shopping for um, drinks and hosting and whatnot. So Maria of Nuilux, mm-hmm. who I have to mention every week. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the best recipe ever for my favorite cocktail is a whiskey sour. So in the whiskey sour, you have to use egg whites. Mm-hmm. So initially when we'd be making the cocktails, you have to like measure out 15 mils of egg white, and like, you know, you're separating the egg yolks. So you might be left, if you're making a few cocktails, you're left with a load of egg yolks. <laughs> mm. And unless you want to make an egg yolk omelette, which probably is like... The last thing you want to do when you're making cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Would anybody like a little... <laughs> we have cheese omelette. <laughs> so you can get bottles in Tesco, which I got the last day, of egg whites. Oh, so it's just a little. So if you want to be very healthy and make an egg white, egg white omelette, you can get the little. It's like I think it's like five hundred ml of egg whites. Mm -hmm. Or if you're making cocktails that involve egg whites, go into Tesco and get the bottle. So handy. So so I got it with the intention of making uh, whiskey sours, Mm -hmm. and I made none. So now I'm left like a load of egg whites. I'm not going to be drinking cocktails for the next few nights or days. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I might try and make a pavlova tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, did you ever make it? No. Pavlova? Yeah. No. Or meringues, no? No. Darren's brother Kelvin is a good man for making that. But really? No, I would and do you never just dabbled. throw the egg whites and the sugar in a bowl and mix it? No idea, Darren. Have you ever seen Kelvin making them? No. no. Don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's handy enough. Okay, I'll get back to you. Mm. I'll try and make a Patricia Pavlova mm. So yeah that that's all nice. my recommendations Alright well I'd say that's pretty much us then So I think we're running tight for time So I don't really have any trivia I just had one quick quiz question Do A quiz you, for me? Yeah well it's one question Oh, And you might know the answer So do I you know don't. where most of the world's Botox is produced? Yes Mayo. Yeah, I only found that out this week. In Westport? Yeah. Yeah. 
Duh. <laughs> I know. Did, I didn't know you? that. Did you know? No. That's not mad. Why, why Westport? Why Westport? It's a huge factory I there. I would say it's something to do with the tax. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's I'm people who've been working there for generations. Like, it's been in Westport for a long oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Producing official yeah. Botox with capital B. Like. Yeah. Botulium whatever you call it. Yeah. We can go into more detail on it another day because I just read uh, a huge article in Allure magazine about a journalist went to Westport to visit the Botox factory. I thought you would have known that, Marie. I didn't know. I had no idea. Oh. Yeah. So, really? yeah, I was thinking you would know, but... What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, because you're from me. Oh, I'm sorry. Not throwing any Botox shades your way, like... <laughs> The cat's out of the bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll follow up on this in another episode. Yes. But yeah, it is very interesting. It's yeah. there for years, like, so. That's just such a, like, random little thing about Westport. Yeah. It should, they should add a little pit stop on the greenway. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, we did that um, on our bikes. But anywho, just to remind everybody that this week's sponsor is OTT Boutique in Letterkenny. And Simone has kindly um, given us a 50 euro voucher to spend online or in store at OTT Boutique. If you'd like to enter the giveaway, head to our Instagram at northercrack underscore pod and get sharing because it's going to run for another week or so um, from this recording. Um, And yeah, so thanks to OTT Boutique for sponsoring. And we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.